Hey, Lexi, you've seen my new shoes, right? They're so cute, girl. They are so cute. I posted a picture of them recently on Instagram. You can see how quality these crystals are. I know. And honestly, that picture does not do it justice. Agreed. 100%. Yeah, you can look at those fuckers up close and they look so good. They reflect light so well. Yeah. And you can see that each crystal was laid individually one by one. One by one. And you can tell. Yeah, it's quality pristine work is what is being done there. Do you need to get something stoned? Or are you already stoned and you want to just get more stoned? Or are you too stoned to stone your own outfits? Or maybe oh. you're just too stoned to understand the stoning joke. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> Visit, <laughs> Visit Etsy.com slash design. That's Etsy.com slash T-E-E-C-E-E design and get your stoning done now. And mention that Lacey and Lexi sent ya. George and I am not Nina Flowers. Hi, I'm Aaron Waters and I am not Nina Flowers. And this is We, we are, are Not Nina, Nina Flowers. Hi, Era. How Hi. are you? I am well. How are you, Lacey? I'm good. Thanks for filling in last minute. Lexi got called into her day job. Ooh, day job. I know. It sucks. So she's gonna, gonna have to listen because I didn't even tell her you were filling in. Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to jump right into what's new. What's new? Ooh. Okay, so I wrote a couple of things, just some news articles. Uh, first of all, should we? let's talk about United Airlines first. Oh Did my gosh, that? I cannot believe that. Like, let's just actually physically touch people when we don't want them to do things. I love all the memes that are going around currently, like Hunger Games stuff and war stuff. Like, we want to volunteer. Don't make me ask again. Like, yeah, absolutely. It just, it, fuck, it is crazy. But the thing that drives me even more crazy is that that is the America that we live in now. Yeah. That... If that had not been recorded, this would not even be a big fucking deal. Exactly. But now we live in a society where somebody caught it on a cell phone and now United Airlines is being dragged up through the mud. It's okay. Maybe they'll come out with like a Fly Frontier deal so we can all get cheaper flights. Did you see the meme about Southwest? We're like, we beat our competitors, not you. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. No, I just, I was gagged when I saw that. I couldn't believe that if I was overbooked on an airline and just simply wanted to be on my flight, that somebody's just going to rip me from my seat and take me to God knows where. Like, hopefully it wasn't a DIA with all the extra tunnels. (laughs) I have been bumped from a flight before but it was like at the checkout counter oh shit like where they were didn't let me get my ticket and it's annoying that airlines do this that they overbook their stuff like i get it it's a money ploy but how many how often do people really miss their flights and how many people are sitting standby on most flights like why it's kind of like an expected thing like people are definitely standby these days like they have these tickets where it's like make the earliest flight you can so you have 14 people at each flight and I would say overbooking is never an okay thing in hospitality or travel like we've both worked in the industry and just the headache that overbooking is anyway like why do you have to walk somebody it is the most annoying thing oh my it's kind of terrifying you're like what reaction do I get today right (laughs) It's the same thing like when I have to, 
when I'm in new construction and I have to tell somebody, I'm sorry, you can't move in for another six weeks. Oh my gosh. Because of construction delays. That is, yeah, that'd be fun. But at least you don't dropkick them out of your office. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's also talk about uh, Sean Spicer. Did you see this? So he had said that the president of Syria, I don't know, something Assad, I don't remember, I don't remember his first name, uh, was using chemical warfare mm-hmm. and on his citizens, which, yeah, I mean, it's an alleged thing, but so far everything is being proven true. And he had said that not even somebody as despicable as Hitler used chemical warfare False. during war. <laughs> I mean, while there were six million Jews that were gassed to death. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, um, let's all just go take a shower, and the water is what killed us. No. Let's also remember that it is Passover. Yeah. And Easter is coming up. By the way, Happy Passover! I hope you have a uh, kosher Passover. Uh, have an exciting, you know, holiday this week, whatever it may be. We've also got Easter coming up this Sunday. Yes. Like there are Christians and Jews that are either celebrating or getting ready to celebrate mm-hmm. something very important. And this is the comment that he made. He has since said that it was inexcusable and reprehensible that he even said these things. But the more he talks, the more he gets confusing because it's obvious that he's an anti-Semite. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) Like everybody in the cabinet. Yay. (laughs) So fuck Donald Trump, fuck Sean Spicer. They need to be removed right away. It's getting scary. Yeah. I do have some good news, though. Jude Law was just cast as Albus Dumbledore for the new Fantastic Beasts movies. That's exciting. Oh, that'll be fun. You can't see it, but I'm wearing a Hogwarts shirt and socks. Yes. (laughs) I appreciate the Hogwarts pride. I am in Ravenclaw, so, you know... Smart people. I don't even know the house. I'm just kidding. My whole house is like decorated like the Gryffindor common room. Like it's yeah. red and gold everywhere. <laughs> I it. No, I even talk to your fireplace sometimes. That's it's wonderful. Fine. It's good. All right, let's have our recap. <laughs> so the episode they had to create their own fairy tale princess. Yes. And a sidekick. The sidekick thing is everything. That was adorable. And they had to do green screen and I like that they didn't actually show them doing the green screen. I like that we only got to see the sidekick. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. It was like, I feel like they show us a little too much sometimes. And this one, it was like, okay, we still have like 45 bitches. Let's just get to the runway. So let's talk about the princesses. Were there any that you were like, yes, bitch, work? I'm not going to lie. I was living for the diarrhea princess. Like, anyone who could... The diet, like the princess of the underground sewage world. Oh, Eureka's. Eureka's, yeah. Yeah. I think she did fantastic. Like, I mean, she went outside the box. She's not scared to be ugly as a pageant girl, so... Right. Slay. I was a little displeased with Eureka. Yeah? Only because I feel like that is her shtick. Okay, like, she didn't step outside of her box. It was just not the regular drag box. Because when she did the Gaga Challenge and she did the East Tennessee... Like, yeah, the trash. I was mom. like, okay, that's kind of the same thing. Okay, no, I feel you. But at the same time, like, I am getting really tired of hearing Cuckoo every five seconds. Ay, Dios mío. If I could stop hearing Cuckoo, like, girl, I, I get it, but stop. Right. Stop. I have heard cuckoo every 15 seconds. And I felt that she was beating the dead horse when she was cuckooina. Yeah. It says cuckooina. Like, please stop immediately. Well, that and then her story for how she got the cuckoo, like, it's from when you're four years old. At least entertain me. Lie to me. Give me something. Ugh. Sweetheart, but like, no, not okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, I was not okay with it. Um, the thing that really annoyed me is my favorite was peppermints. I love that she took the fire as a child and created something positive out of it. That was fantastic. But she was not in the whole episode until the fucking runway. Seriously. No, it was like... She was just not there. I I completely agree. Uh, She did look fantastic. I would say she actually had some creativity and inspiration behind her look, which was lackluster for some of the other girls. I was really disappointed. The fact that somebody did underwater and did like aerial... Yeah, Farah's was awful. Whereas Trinity, who did water, was way better. Like, it made way more sense. It was not aerial. I thought that the one that didn't make any sense to me was that gorgeous sequin gown with that, like, random, like, blue flame look where she was like, I'm the moon diamond fused with the moon. And it's yeah. like, what, girl? Like... What would your princess have been? My princess? She would have, like, been inspired by Princess Peach and just been animation crazy. Like, my little sidekick would have been inspired by Toad or Pokemon or something Nintendo. But I'd be, like, queen of anime. Like, princess everything. Um, I was thinking mine would probably be bread and wine or cheese. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Love it. Like, princess of France. Princess of France. She smells like Estree. Right. Uh, I was thinking this... Okay, so if we remember during the conversation where we talked about Meet the Queens, Mm -hmm. when it came to James, all I said was, is that me? Is that me? Well, James posted her princess, and I had already been talking to people about how I wanted to do, like, Princess of Bread. Yeah. Um, And James posted that she would have done Princess Cheddar. (laughs) I was like... She is me. Like, seriously. Yeah. I really think that James and I need to get together, find another girl, maybe Dela, mm-hmm. to go with us, and we do, like, an Andrew's Sisters, Herstory of Drag kind of tour. It'd be hysterical, and I would love it. It would I, be amazing. Fantastic. We would just have to fight over who gets to be the big blonde, and I think I could take James, so... Truth. James is going to be a redhead now. He's only, like, four foot tall. Right. You're sad. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about our least favorite princesses. Uh, I think it was super easy for me to pick. Um, I've met this queen personally, and her personality was just as boring and uh, horrid as it seems on the show. Mora's outfit was terrible. Be kind. She was struggling. She didn't have her pads or her chest plate. She also didn't have anything worth listening to. No, God. I'm a banana gold digger. Like, good job, honey. Right. Proud of you once again for being on the show. So, she was in the bottom with Aja. Okay. Those chaps were bold. Someone needed to correct those chaps. I'm a very good queen of putting too many styles together. Yes, you are. You know, and I have friends to edit me. Like, clearly she needs a friend in that workroom. Also, that... Hair, like I'm surprised it stayed it on her head. That was a choice. It was a troll doll that got stuck in some glitter to the side. Yeah, like just weird. matted out. I'm a volcano. Okay, that's baby. the thing is, I really liked that she went outside of the box and the concepts. Yeah, that's why I was like, okay, maybe she's gonna win. Maybe it is gonna be fair on the bottom. But her smoke cloud made me feel so awkward. Right, like just kept <laughs> nodding awkwardly. I was like, please stop staring at me with so, that face. <laughs> so the lip sync. 
That switch kick to death drop, I'm adding that to my repertoire, bitch. Yes, and right I love in that front she of was her. not even looking at Kimura, but no. just like right in front. Like I honestly thought a knee was gonna connect with that right. cheekbone. I was like, oof, oof, yeah. catch a wing, girl. If you don't know the words for holding out for a hero, then honestly, go back to Drag 101. It's in there with Marina and the Diamonds and Madonna and all of the also, basic just watch drag. Shrek 2. Yeah, like, okay, we've everyone in drag right now has seen Shrek 2. Everybody knows that song. And if it's not your favorite Shrek, you're dumb. Amen. Thank you. So Kamara was eliminated. <laughs> Hallelujah! Isn't it wonderful? Like, her unpadded ass got to walk off the runway. That was fantastic. That brings us into What Grinds My Gears. What Grinds My Gears. So What Grinds My Gears, Kamara Black. Yes. And specifically, the comments that she has made since saying that she got the bitch at it. She got the Fifi at it. No, I've met you in person. You are just that horrible. The thing is, is she was not that bitchy on the f show. I don't think she was that much of a bitch. No. The thing was, is she was an arrogant prick. That's exactly it. It's like, go in there ready to win a challenge. Don't go in there ready to have a, something quoted after you. Like, exactly. Show off. If That's you're my biggest problem with Kimura, is that she is not a talented performer. Mm -mm. She thinks that she is God's gift to drag. Which is surprising that she's from Vegas, because I do see a lot of the Vegas girls that have this amazing talent about their performing style. Like, they have these kind of tricks or that kind of tricks. Girl knows how to just faint. Like, what is that? She just, like, runs drop? right out and falls, and that's where she does it. Yeah. And she's like, look at me touching my chest plate on the floor. Hashtag fish drop? Like, what is that? I don't... Yeah, no, it's like, you got Layla McQueen with her death flop. Like, that's that's hot. Except that's good. Yeah, it's great. It Whip your wig off. <laughs> but that's also something that really annoys me. The queens that are strictly Instagram only, they only care about their look. That was a big topic this week, for sure, was... Filter, filter, filter. Yeah, and Aja, I'm sorry, you don't look the same. No, and I love Aja. I think she's a fantastic queen, but, I mean, it's just a beauty blender away from what you actually want to look like. Right. And it, it's rough. Like, I, I've been one to not blend enough, and... By the way, when Aja, when they made that comment, like, what are you going to do without Facetune? I had to rewind it, like, three times to go, what is that? I had no idea what... I had no idea what Facetune was. I had to look it up. We all know how savvy I am when it comes to filtering. Like, I'm like, XX Pro, here we go. I post my stuff to Instagram, and I use the same filter every time if I'm going to use a filter. Truth. I use Walden. I moved it to my first one, so I don't even have to look for it. That's the only one I use. Otherwise, I don't filter. <laughs> it's like, what's the fucking point? Right. Like, I mean, I can't filter when I'm on stage. Right. So I'm just going to leave it to what it looks like, because if I get your hopes up, do not meet Era in person. Right. <laughs> so Kimura, like, she was a cocky son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. She thought she was super arrogant. She was only a look queen, which... Pisses if you have off. not seen any episode of RuPaul's Drag Race 1, you have to know how to do a simple stitch. If you cannot hand so go home before it even starts. Exactly. Like, and how many times has Michelle said, quit relying on that body? Yeah. And that is all Kamora is. She walked in and bragged about how she's just body. Yeah. I, I just don't understand the aesthetic of drag where look is enough. If you're happy being pretty, don't take the spot in a show because I don't feel like watching a shitty performance. Like, go and point at someone else. Go walk at someone else. But you are not going to give me anything worth seeing. Exactly. Go home. Bye. Exactly. There are a lot of queens that work their fucking ass off that don't 
paint like every other drag queen. Which, thank God. I mean, back when drag was really happening and coming about, how many fucking queens actually painted alike? Like, you think that Lady Bunny and Brew Paul sat there painting together going, no, girl, we have to look like like this. Hell no. They just put whatever the hell they wanted and then added Chi-Chi LaRue later and had a game. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about our main discussion. So we will be right back after this. With the Step It Up April customer kudos, you can have Photoshop in a bottle. The Flawless 4 is back. The Glorious Touch Primer, the Perfecting Touch Concealer, and the Flawless Liquid to Matte Touch Foundation are finally packaged together with the Free Foundation Brush. A value of over $150 for only $99. And for the first 10 customers to buy the Flawless 4, Unique by Renee will also give you a free lip product. Don't know what shade you need? Unique by Renee is also offering free color matching to listeners of We Are Not Nina Flowers. Visit LaceyDoors.com today and click on Unique by Renee. Did you know that this podcast is also sponsored by our live show bookings? If you haven't booked us at your local bar, comedy club, theater, or living room, why not? Visit LaceyDoors.com and click on the Contact Me link for rates and fees today. Or if you want to throw a couple bucks to us, click the Tip a Queen link. And we're back. So we're going to move into our main discussion. Yay! Yes, main discussion. The art of the performance. Ooh, I love the topic. Thanks. I figured it would be fun for you and I to do this because we perform very, very differently. Yes. Very differently. But we've performed a lot together. Correct. And I think people enjoy us together because it is so different that they can enjoy both of it for different reasons. Yeah, but absolutely. It's a, it's a dichotomy that people feel that they're wanted because they want to be there. Yes. So I came up with five points that I think are important to the art of the performance. Just kind of looking over these, do you agree with all of them? Absolutely. All right. um, I think each one of these covers a seriously specific base that pertains to a different style of drag, too. So. Yeah, very much so. So the first thing, when it comes to the art of the performance... Because you do need a look. Absolutely. You need some sort of look. Well, it needs to go along with what you're trying to say. Like, you can't do cannibal dressed as a fairy princess. Right. No. Like, not going to work, not going to read, not going to translate, and your crowd's just going to stare at you for half your number, and you're wasting your time and money. Right. And that's one of the things that Eva even talked about when we were talking about cosplay. When you're doing drag and cosplay, Mm -hmm. the song is so important because your look is so important. Yeah. Like, at that point, it is really about your look. Yes. Where versus Kimura, you know, where it's all about the look, but it's not good. Yeah, well, it's about the look in a different way. Like, that's about looking good, not looking to be a character. Right. Where cosplaying is to be that character, so you need to find a song that's appropriate for that character. Absolutely. I, or so, you're not cosplaying. Exactly. <laughs> so one of her things that she does when she does Tina from Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. she likes to do... Like Anaconda, because it's about butts, and that's what Tina talks about, right? Like, that fits. But it fits the look. Mm -hmm. So, if she picks a song first and then picks a cosplay from it, you need a look first. I am a subtle camp. Uh I really enjoy it. Like, when we did the first show at Copper Muse, when we did The Seven Deadly Sins, Mm -hmm. and somehow the fat bitch got chosen to be gluttony... (laughs) 
And so I picked milkshake. Yes. Dressed like a fucking milkshake. With the cherry on your head? Right. Oh, that was not so subtle. That was a pretty campy It was move. everything. But the other one that I did was Corn Fed, which is a country song. Yes. But I had, like, Skittle bag earrings. I made, like, rings out of Starburst wrappers. Yeah, I like, remember that. Like, subtle camp. Right? You agree? Yeah, I could not agree more. What, how do you choose your looks for your songs? I pick my songs first, and then I go to my wardrobe. Like, if I get a theme, I'm going to pick my music so that I can start what it is to create the era that I want for that evening. And I'll go into my drag room and just kind of start, I'll have my songs set for the evening and I just put them on repeat, put them on my playlist and I pick what fits. Um, if I know that I'm gonna be doing a crazy high energy number, I'm not gonna pick a tight fitting little pencil skirt. You know, right. like I'm going to try and find a, a great outfit that goes with every number and tells a story. If I'm doing Marilyn Manson, I'm gonna be wearing black and white. If I'm doing a fairy princess, I'm going to be doing pink. Apparently I need to do a fairy princess because I've said that twice, twice today. <laughs> uh, but the, you just have to really reflect what personality is going to come through while right. that number is being played. And you can still stay true to your aesthetic. Oh, absolutely. Like, if I'm... When I did Milkshake, like, I still did pin-up. Mm -hmm. Just had a giant cherry on my head and a straw coming out of my shoulder. Like, yeah, it no. didn't change Lacey. It just... Well, and that's the great thing is, like, you don't have to chameleonize your personality right. you in order to perform. You. Yeah. Right. But I, I do the same thing. I pick the song, and then I pick what's going to go with it. And sometimes I just need a subtle black dress, and mm -hmm. it's all about the jewelry. And it's because I'm a jewelry designer that I pick my jewels like that. Well, and I But think it's still a look. The hair is going to be important. The makeup that you're doing is going to be important. Yes. I think that you and I making our own mixes plays into our performances sure. as well. Because... Yeah. We're, we know how our bodies move. Yeah. And so we put a little bit of that. And then when it starts to get into that regular boring part of the number, we, boom, switch it up. Right. I love it. Speaking of, the second point is movement. You do mm. need to move. I cannot tell you how important it is to move. And here's the thing is that you move a lot. And I will say, I was just going to say, but you have to move appropriately. I get right. a nervous energy sometimes when I'm on stage and... I'm such a tall person and I'm such a fast person that I ping pong back and forth on the side of the stage sometimes and it's like, Eric, calm down. And photographers get annoyed with you. Oh, they hate me when I... Because you don't... Mm -hmm. You're not slow enough. Maddie has said it a few times that she wants to capture some of these moments, but you're just a fucking blur. Yeah. Because you're moving I've... too quickly. And it makes it very difficult for the audience to know if you even know your words. True, and it's hard for them to tip me because I will say I throw back handsprings and back flips right. and things, so they don't know when it's safe to come near right. me. And that's okay, but I do need to remember, take some time in your numbers, tell your story, collect your tips, exactly. appreciate the people who are listening to right. you, and then feed them a little bit more exactly. of what they want. Exactly. And where I am, I don't do backflips. I don't do um, splits. I don't jump from boxes into the splits and break my heel. <laughs> I, I break so many heels. <laughs> That's not me, but I still move. Yes. You need to move around. If you're going to have dancers, know your dance. Well, and you, all of your movements are choreographed and are synchronized right. or have a purpose. So right. it's fun to watch you. Moving around is very important. And the thing is, is you don't want to just keep... Keep moving in a straight line. Mm -hmm. You want to fill the whole space that you're using. You want to not just point and go there. You want to have a reason for your movements. And there is still a way to stand still 
and tell a story. It's about the way you move your body, the way you move your mouth, the way you are selling that number. Because last year I went through three months where I couldn't move. Right. I was in flats and not allowed to walk very much because I hurt my knee. (laughs) But I was still able to tell a story. Yeah. It's also important when you are doing a ballad, you don't want to be dancing around like a crazy person like Kenny Michaels. Kenny Michaels. Immediately what comes to mind. You want to tell your story with your movement, your looks. Those are the first two points. You're telling Mm -hmm. a story every time you get on stage. It has to make sense. You need to, if you're doing a ballad, you need to move slower. Mm -hmm. You need to move with purpose. Yes. Or if you're going to stand there, you need to have a reason for standing there. And you need to be more energized with your face, with your hands. You need to get people to look at you. Mm. You need to demand that. I love it. Oh, you're making me want to watch a performance right now. (laughs) But one of the other things is, yes, your look is important. You need to move. But one of the biggest things is that you need to know your lip sync. Exactly. If you're going to make them look, give them something to look at. Exactly right. The negative critiques. The amount of horrible lip syncs I've seen. I mean, I learned my lesson. I didn't know the lip sync to Toxic, which I thought I did. It's one of those songs where you're like, damn, I got this number down. And then it starts playing and you're like... What the hell is this chorus? Like, when did they put this in? Right. And it was in front of Derek Barry. So it was quite, uh, it was quite literally the most embarrassing moment of my career being like, girl, you don't know the lip sync to Toxic. After that moment, I was like, know your words, bitch. Know your words. And so often is it in Denver that I do not see a queen that knows her words. She's focused on her wrist movements. Um, honey, you've still got a song playing. I agreed. You And on top of knowing your words, you need to know the movement of your mouth with those words. Mm-hmm. You need to know the ad-libs that the singer is doing in the song. Yep. Because that's going to sell it versus just redoing the chorus at the end when the singer's actually ad-libbing. Absolutely. And you need to know how big you need to open your mouth for certain words. You need to know how much vibrato you need in your jaw because you're not actually producing sound to bring it from your voice. Absolutely. And you need to be subtle with some things and over the top with others. Lip syncing is an art. It truly, I mean, like, Lip Synca wouldn't have named herself that if it wasn't a talent that she had. The amount of effort you put into your lip sync definitely needs to be more than the effort you're putting into your movement. Agreed. Learning the importance of the mouth movements of what you are performing is just, you need to do it. Do your homework, because if you go out on stage and you've only ever heard the song on the radio... You're not going to sell it. You need to go and research the song, look it up, figure out what the artist is doing, go from there. Yeah, again, it's part of the story. Mm -hmm. You also have to be very careful with your song selections, too. Like, on top of knowing the words, you also need to know what the audience wants. Mm -hmm. And you can step outside the box every once in a while, but every now and then you need to do a top 40 that the audience is going to know and love. And if you're not doing a top 40, one that was a top 40 that everybody knows, I do Candyman all the time because everybody knows it. Yeah. I I have a few numbers where it's like if I'm going to a show where it's a new crowd and I'm wanting my name to go well, then I'll pick one of my old faithfuls. Like you bring it out, you can lip sync it well, you know how to get involved and it really allows you to connect with a new audience no matter where you're at. Which leads us to our next point, interacting with your audience. 
Oh, so important. As a show host, I would say that that's the biggest thing that I tell my performers. They expect a lot of interaction at my shows. They know the rules. They know not to grab or anything, but you can be as playful as you want at my shows because my crowds are ready for yeah. it. You and I have both intermixed our followings and when they come to us, they know that we're going to sit on their laps. I mean, Angina did a headstand and threw her shoulders over somebody's face. Yeah. In other crowds, she would have taken a guy out. In our crowds, they right. lived for it. Yeah. So it's really just like you got to read them and you got to feel it. And I love interacting with the crowd. It's so important because you want the audience to feel safe. Yes. You want them to feel that they are at a space where they are not going to be made fun of, Mm -mm. like some show hosts in Denver. It's rude when you have a guest at your show and you come for them personally. Like, you can make the jokes, you can make a little jab here and there, but please do not be disrespectful to your guests. Stop patronizing the hot guys. Yes, there are hot men at our shows. Welcome to the gay, vapid community where some of us actually work our asses off our bodies. Also, don't harp on lesbians for being a lesbian. Stop harping on lesbians for being a lesbian. And I swear if I go to another drag show and hear a handicap joke, I will go off. I yeah. It's distasteful in any manner. Don't make the jokes that are off color. Make a joke at somebody that you know or that is comfortable being joked with. If it is a joke of race, religion, sex, anything like that, don't go for a stranger with that kind of thing because they're not going to come back. And that's the thing is that if you want to make some sort of off color humor, mm-hmm. one, it needs to still be within good taste, but you need to start with you. Yeah. Because if you are not reading yourself, they are not going to want to be read. And you need your audience to feel safe. Absolutely. On top of that, they want to see performers that are having fun. They don't want to be sitting there struggling with you through a song. Yes. They can tell when you do not know your words, when you were just thrown into something. When it's a new pair of heels. Exactly. You know, like, know your gig. Know your outfit, know how it moves, know how it breathes. Don't try and and move away that you're not going to be able to. You do need to know what is okay, what is not okay. Yes. You also do need to trust your gut. Sometimes you do need to, you want to say something and you feel like it's going to be a good joke. Yeah. Go for it. Push the envelope a little bit. But be ready for consequences if it's not. Yeah. You are a special and unique and creative character, but be your character. I have been blocked for some of my jokes. Right. So, I mean, like, if you're going to take it the wrong way and not ask for a cute little explanation at the end. Sorry, that's one button away and I don't mind if you click it. Right. One of the other things is when you're interacting with the crowd, it is not just to take their money. Yes. And when you are taking their money, you need to thank them. Be thankful. Give them Whether, a head nod. Yeah, a head nod, a wink, a lot of the pageant queens curtsy, which is cute. Yeah. But I will give you a wink. I will make eye contact with you. Mm-hmm. If it's not a lip sync part, I will say thank you. Yeah. If it's just, like if it's really just a musical part of the number and you're grabbing a tip, it's rude not to give a little thank you. Your mic's not going to be on if you're on stage anyway in those right. moments. Like they don't want to hear you breathe and that's when you're supposed to breathe hard and get it out. Right. So take that moment. Thank your crowd. Thank you. You're getting money for your art. That is the sign of a seasoned performer, is someone who knows how to take a tip with grace. Exactly. And you even see it with a lot of the Rue girls sometimes, like, they can't take a tip to save their ass. It's rude. And then you see the seasoned ones, like, I'll tip Latrice a hundred just because even if it was a dollar, she would be thankful. She is the nicest queen. Most of them. I mean, that's something that you learn from your drag parents. Yes. Hopefully. 
I know that I did, and I try to pass that on. And when I watch one of my kids perform and they don't, I will call them out on it mm-hmm. about how rude they were during their performance. Because one of the biggest things to remember is you are the last person when you're on stage that matters. Oh, I couldn't agree more. You, It is not about you. Mm-hmm. You need to get over your ego right away. Somebody is there to watch you. You need to entertain them. Yes. If they've paid or not, they've paid with their time to come see you. You don't matter. They matter. Time is worth way more than money in my book. If you waste my time, I do not like you. I am done with you. And that's a real life or a performance life. Like, if I have been to your show multiple times and you've never given me anything new, don't expect me in the audience again. Right. Sorry. And you don't need to come to mind if it's something you find unentertaining. Exactly. Which brings us into our last point. You need to be confident. We need to remember that as drag queens and drag kings and bio queens and anybody else that wants to perform, any sort of entertainer, absolutely, it is because they are a sensitive soul. Mm-hmm. They have figured out that life is a fucking joke. We're all born. We're all going to die. It's what you do in between. Yeah. Right? We've all figured that out. Or... You're on the journey to figure that out because you've started the entertainment. You need to be confident in your performances, even if you are not a confident person. You need to figure out where your opportunities for improvement are and improve them. Yeah. You got to take the notes. Exactly. And ask for the notes. If nobody's critiquing you, you're probably not approachable. Go make a friend who's going to be honest with you. I mean, when I first started drag, I was with people who were honest in the meanest of ways. And so I wasn't sure how to build any confidence. When I found a group of people that included you and you and I started our teeny girls, that was a place for new people to feel safe to be insecure. Yeah. To be insecure in, as a drag queen is the most terrifying aspect. But when you find that little niche where you can grow and build and build, and every moment from there you're just getting a little bit better, you're set. That's what you need. Exactly. To do. Exactly. So let's let's recap. Your look is important, yes. but it's probably the least important part. Oh, absolutely. Yeah? As long as you're telling a story. Yeah. So your look is the least important part. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what dress you're wearing, but it is important that you're wearing something that kind of fits the story. Yes. Right? Very much so. You need to move. You mm-hmm. can't just stand there with your arms straight at your side. Or just your use your arms. Right. I can't stand when that happens. You do need to know the words to your lip sync, but you also need to know the rhythm of your lip sync, the little things behind, the ad-libs, the how you need to move your mouth, which how much vibrato you How to move your body, too. It's like, stop trying to move your body faster than your lips. Right. Don't do that. What is most important is that you have confidence and you are interacting with your crowd. Absolutely. Because you don't matter when you're on stage. Well, that's how you sell it. Having the confidence to interact is really what you're doing. So there's the art. It's important for your audience to feel safe. It's important for them to trust you and for you to trust your gut. You're the clown to be judged. It is not their place to be judged in your audience. So do you have any final words on the art of the performance? I would say that if you want to perform, do it. And if you have something to say in your art, that is all the better. But really, take from yourself what you want to say before you just throw something on stage. And make sure that every time there's a story. That's how you create the presence, is you're going to tell a story. Yes. All right, we're going to take another quick break. And when we get back, we'll be back with our final segment. 
Living the unique lifestyle is a commitment to uplifting, empowering, and validating women everywhere. It's devoting yourself to helping a global family of women realize their potential for personal growth and financial reward. Together, we make a beautiful team. Are you ready to live unique? Visit LaceyDrawers.com and click on Unique by Renee. And we are back. So we are going to do a new segment. Okay. Um, and we're going to do it because Lexi's not here because Lexi didn't want to do it. So I like trying new things. I don't want anyone. Actually, Lexi does want to do it. She's very interested in this segment. She just wanted to wait a little bit until uh, we had a bigger following before we did this. But our main discussion didn't go as long as I thought it would, so we're going to move into this. All right, so we're going to do our new segment called Follow That Queen. Instagram suggestion, follow that queen. So in this segment, we are going to highlight some of our favorite queens. They have a couple of rules for it. One, they cannot be a RuPaul's Drag Race contestant at the time of airing. Mm-hmm. They cannot be Denver-based. Okay. The only reason is because I feel like our Denver Denver is our biggest listening yeah. group right now. So they, we all know each other. Yeah. And they need to have less than 5,000 followers on Instagram. So that we are promoting some queens that are really good at their looks and have done something to highlight their performance or something more than just being an Instagram filter queen. Okay. I like that. So who, Era, would you like to highlight today? I would have to say one of the girls that I love following and that I've actually had the privilege of meeting and is a super awesome human is Piper Mche. She is from Arizona. She is a fantastic queen. Her look is solid. She has a great personality. She's all about the community. When I performed in three different shows while she was in Colorado with her, and just the group that she pulls in, the kind of people that her personality brings to her is just, it's very true and very genuine. And she does compete in pageants. She does have an alternative kind of look. And her Instagram is at Piper M. Shea. Yeah, I love that. I just followed her, so Slay. Um, there we go. Piper M. Shea. Piper Mache. Piper Mache. Mache. Right. Like paper mache. Gotcha. I just get the name wrong because I'm too country. Hmm. <laughs> so the queen that I want to highlight is Athena Sinclair. Mm. Her Instagram is Athena underscore Sinclair. She is from Arkansas. Okay. Where you don't get a lot of drag. She is a very talented makeup artist. And on top of that, she is very experimental with her makeup, which I absolutely adore. That's fun. But she also is a very, very talented costume maker with unconventional materials. Okay, so like the new Ivy Winters. (laughs) Yeah, she's got this look. Let me see if I can find it really fast. Where it's got... She was doing like something called Party, where she was doing things all from a party store. That's legit. No fabric, right? Okay. And it's like a cheerleader outfit, but the bra and the skirt are paper cups. Her tits are... That mug is snatched. She's fucking amazing. I want to meet this queen. So follow her, Athena Sinclair. Athena underscore Sinclair on Instagram. So that's our new segment. I hope you enjoyed it. That was fun. We'll be hopefully highlighting at least one new queen every week. So if you would like to be... 
mentioned, send me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or you can contact me on LaceyJoris.com. Click the Contact Me link, and that will send me an email uh, if you want to be highlighted. If you know somebody in the Denver area that should be on our show as a co-host, email me as well. Let me know who you want to hear. If you have any suggestions on what you want to hear, what you want us to talk about, message me there too. Basically, if you want to know anything or you have something to say, just message me. Hey. Also, I've set up a voicemail line, so if you want to call in and talk to us, uh, you can call us. The phone number is... Are you ready? Do you have it? I'm so ready. It is 719... Yes. 69... Lacey, L-A-C-E-Y. Oh, that's crafty. So give me a call, leave a voicemail. It will go straight to voicemail. It's a voicemail line only. So leave a voicemail and tell us right away if we can play it on the show or not. If we can't, then we won't. If we can, then we will. If you don't say, then we probably will. Yes. So let us know what you want to hear, who you want to hear, if you want to be highlighted. And we use highlight because we love our highlight. I love highlight. <laughs> I mean, not as much as Farah, but... Holy shit. Holy highlight. Yeah. But we do love our highlighters. <laughs> so, Era, where can we find you on the interwebs? On the interwebs, you can find me on my Facebook. Um, I'm available for following only. Uh, so that's uh, Era Waters um, after the Facebook usual nonsense. And then on Instagram, I am at era underscore 51 um, and that's era not area so if you see a drag queen you got it right if you see an alien try again remember it's era A-E-R-A A-E-R-A underscore 51 five one five one numerics yes alright perfect any upcoming shows for you I do host every last Saturday at Scrumpies this month we're doing the third Saturday so the 22nd of April we will be doing our 80s show so don't miss out on that and then again I have a show the following weekend at Intersect Brewery in Fort Collins love our breweries and cideries up there Um, and that show show starts at 9pm and you can also catch me every Friday competing for Denver's title of Ultimate Queen 2017 so come out support Team Era any Friday that you have a chance and I will see you in any of my following episodes Yay! you can find all of my contact information at Lacey Drawers I am trying to reach 15,000 followers on Instagram, so please go on Instagram and follow me, at LaceyDrawers69, and leave a comment that you heard about us from the podcast. All right. Era, do you have anything else you want to you talk about? Um, I do not. I just want to say thank you for having me this week. You're it was so really welcome. fun. I'm very excited. Thank you for coming down here. Yeah. Uh, we are going to have you back when we talk about sex one day. I love talking about sex. So well, I think that then. may have to be a you and Alexi episode because I don't have sex. I have a lot of it. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. All right. We'll talk to you later, Era. Bye. Bye. Okay, you hang up first. Oh, okay, goodbye. Are you going to hang up first? Do you want me to hang up first? Oh, are you still there? Okay, I'll hang okay, up now. Okay. Sharing the things you love comes naturally. Sharing your love of Unique is not only fun, but also rewarding. Introduce your friends to their new favorite cosmetics by hosting your own virtual party and earn a little something extra for your generosity. There's just too much to love about Unique to keep it all to yourself. Let the party begin. Visit LaceyDrawers.com and click on Unique by Renee.